Hey Rachel, um, I hope this is on and working. Today is September 16th, 2022, and it's like 9.30, because I just woke up. Um, I have something at 11. Whoa, not 11, 12, my time. So, this is like the only time I can do one of these. I haven't done it in a while, it doesn't mean I don't love you, it's just, I, um, these, um, I've, I've been doing a lot of stuff. It's either doing stuff or seeing you or studying, so, you know. Um, I think today I go from this thing at 12 to my last thing at 12, so that's cool. Um, there's only 87 more days of that, though, and then I'll just do nothing for a month and then pick it back up in the spring. So that's going to be really nice, um, seeing you, um, because I really like to do that. Sometimes you say that I make time for you, but that's just not true, um, because that sounds like I'm spending time with you as a favor to you, when really I want to spend time with you as much as I humanly can. Um, and it's, it. I, I, may, I just told you this literally five seconds ago, but it's important um, that, you know, I make time for school and everything else, and if I wasn't doing that, I definitely want to be with you always. Um, so you're like the, the primary objective at all times. I always have allergies in the morning. You're probably going to hear my allergy noises, but that's okay. I can't afford to get sick, so if I get sick, I'm just not going to get sick. And I'm not sick now, it's just like a general thing. Um, where are we at? Okay, I think today I'm going to go through... Marsha, thank you for the dialectics, but I need you to leave. Um, by Will Woods, track 8, the album. I think I told you earlier that I have... Um thought about this song a lot um there's like a billion different interpretations of it um it's very equivocal which is a gre word that i think is an important one even though you can kind of get it through the through the prefixes and suffixes there's a lot of words you can kind of get through the prefixes and suffixes even though they're not like it doesn't work all the time like, the prefix A can either mean the opposite, or it can just mean the word. Um, like, in asexual, it means you're not sexual. But in abate, it means you lower something, and bait means to lower something. So it's like, the A is redundant. Anyway. Um, we're gonna do this myth, myth style. <clears throat> just go through, um, line by line. They can prescribe you any illness that you like if you define the terms of your ailments. Um, so this is a conversation I like to think, um, because immediately it's like someone's talking to someone, um, using the second, um, it's so early, sorry, using second person perspective, it's like they're talking to someone and they're saying like, you can be mentally ill in so many different ways if you choose which disorder you have. Um, 
and this is like the main idea of the album not album just the song is that people um sometimes exaggerate symptoms of mental illness just so they can feel something uh feel like um and a certain identity um and that that's like the the patient character and then the therapist character is like an old man um and i like to think he grew up he whoa sorry i got an email that's sick kennedy's out sick they've been sick for like a week i feel so bad for them anyway the old man character grew up in a time where like mental illness was not recognized at all um and they can have like severe severe symptoms of depression and no one would care about it at all and so they're saying like hey man patient you need to take this stuff more seriously than you are because it affects a lot of people seriously um you could sing a pretty melody like a black canary, but a crow don't know the smell of carbon monoxide. Um, a lot of these lines I haven't done in my head yet. I guess pretty melody like a black canary is like, you're not really sick. Um, you're just saying you are, and if you are really sick, you wouldn't know. Um, because a lot of people, when they have uh, mental disorders, they can't tell you that they have mental disorders. Um, like, if someone was bipolar, and they went through a really bad manic episode, a lot of the times they wouldn't know um, at all. So, how many years have been have you been on the couch? They could have quilted you in the throes by now. Um, I guess that's just like depression not here let's see what genius says i'm on genius right now okay that one's dumb you draw a line in the sand where it ends and you begin it's more defining the terms of your mental illness but the tide rolls in so who knows oh well and it's like it didn't really even exist in the first place um Genius is saying a lot of the opposite of what I'm saying, but I'm like, I like my interpretation too. And a little identity never hurt nobody, but lately you've been focusing too much on yourself. So how many milligrams of you are still left in there? You're just taking drugs. Um, You're making up your own disorder and then you're taking drugs to follow that. Because back in my day, we didn't need no feel-good pills and no psychiatrists. We just drank ourselves to death, and we liked it. Um, So, yeah. It's like that therapist saying, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, We, this is something we need to be taking seriously, and we're going in the opposite direction of, um, instead of, like, focusing on the severity of, um, severe mental disorders for focusing on the severity of every mental disorder. If, I, I don't know if that makes sense. It's probably dumb. Um, who makes the call? What's a symptom? What's a flaw? Can it be both? Well, I suppose that's an answer. 
And that's just more of the same. Would you give up your humanity for just a touch of sanity? Because God knows it's not like it's cancer. And this is a therapist saying, be fucking normal, please. Uh, you're embarrassing everyone. And good news to the purists, they discovered a cure for the symptoms of being alive. It's a painless procedure with a low rate of failure, but very few patients survive. And that's just suicide. And the purists are probably people that have, like, really, really bad um, depression and stuff like that. <clears throat> well, not like, they don't have bad depression. They had bad depression, because that's usually when people kill themselves. <clears throat> and a little conformity never hurt nobody, but lately I've been worried that you're losing yourself. Um, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. So how many milligrams of you are still left in there? Uh, maybe as I'm looking into this more, this could be like a conversation with himself, um, telling him that his mental disorders aren't serious. And this could be him um, talking to a patient who is kind of dysphoric in the way they have mental disorders and they see everyone else as exactly normal, which would fit the themes of the album. Um, I guess that would fit with the rest of the things, um, but I don't know if my interpretation fits the, and a little conformity never hurt nobody, because that implies that the patient's trying to really fit in with society as much as they can. Um, this line and the other line with the little identity kind of conflict each other, um, so I don't know. Back in the day, we didn't need no feel-good pills, no psychiatrists, and we just bled out in our baths, and we liked it. So that's just more suicide stuff. Great. Doctor, what's my prognosis if the studies show that disease is in the eye of the beholder? So it's like, the disease is made up, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, disease can be anything you want it to be. Tell me so it goes, we depress to impress, I guess, and layer after layer to get up our chest. Now this one fits my interpretation, it's like you're just, um, you're wearing your depression, depression jacket, you're like just faking it, um, for attention when it's a really, really bad thing that severely affects a lot of people. I remember in high school there was like... A group of kids going around saying they had depression because that felt like the hit thing when and of course that stuff should be taken seriously um because depression is a horrible horrible thing and no one should have it etc but there were people like also genuinely hurting themselves suffering and they didn't mention it to anyone um because why why would they you know um because if you have it that bad it's like it's really hard to talk about uh i'm looking for socks damn every night before i go to sleep i like take my socks off and i leave them in my bed and then i like don't ever get them in the morning because, like, um, 
because I just forget because it's in the morning. This time I remembered because I rolled over on a sock and I had like five sock balls, like ball, like pairs of socks in my bed that I just slept with. Um, they're like se my secret socks. Um, so that's kind of cool. Do, 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 do. And I, I think mental health is a huge issue. It, I just, not, not all the time they mean it, you know what I mean? And I think that's really shitty of people to do. Um, bam, 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 bam. And we can talk about this if you don't agree with me. Um, in case this whole podcast episode is a red flag. But it means a lot to me, this song. Because I think it's really important. Okay. We depress to impress, I guess, and layer after layer to get off our chest. It's cold out now, but we can take it off later. Both better safe than sorry, we both know the dangers. Um, so that's like just people... Um, claiming they have really bad depression and then just going home and not having it anymore. Um, even for a lot of people, even though a lot of people have it even worse when they go inside their houses, because it's like, that's where the depression lives. Anyway, better safe than sorry, we both know the danger, so, doctor, could you run another test? Got a feeling that this time I might just pass it. Well, if you raise the average, so this is like, I guess this could be multiple, like, all of this can be multiple different interpretation, which, which is why I like this song so much. Um, so if you wanted to fit my interpretation, it'd be like the patient desperately needing to be validated for a mental disorder just so they could have that as part of their identity. Um, and so they take a, t a, test for clinical depression and the psychiatrist says you don't have it um and so the patient just wants to take it again and again and again until they finally get diagnosed with it um well i'll sing when the bell curve rings and lyrics lyric symptomatic of the way we think harmonies don't sync we can change our voices the course of condition of our diagnosis uh this is one i haven't thought about before Mainly because I just learned this lyric like a couple of weeks. Oh, fuck, it's really days ago. I wish time was going by faster than it was because I miss seeing you. Um, well, seeing when the bell curve rings. I think that's just like a, a showy pretty line in lyric symptomatic of the way we think. If harmonies don't sync, we can change our voices. Um, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think this fits the other interpretation of people having a real, uh, I don't like saying real disorder because it makes me sound like a shitty person, but more of a severe disorder. Um, if our harmonies don't sync, we can change our voices. And they're, like, desperately longing to fit back into society um, normally, which is what the conformity line would hint at. Um, I'm looking at genius. P 
people, especially often online, often want to explain away every trait they have as a symptom of mental illness in want of a favor or in want of a community or course. When they discover they meet the criteria for a diagnosis, they celebrate or sing. Oh, that's cool. That fits mine. Um, yeah, so what they said. Our harmonies don't sync. We can change our voices. Changing ourselves to fit into society links to the other idea of love me normally. So it's like those two separate lines conflict almost directly. So that's cool. A chorus on condition of our diagnosis. Okay. Let's just continuing the metaphor. Okay. Back in my day, we didn't need no feel-good pills, no psychiatrists. What can I say except no heed, no evil wills of moral nihilists? Um, just don't give in to people say you need to have a mental disorder to be special. I said back in the days of lobotomies and shock therapies and mad scientists, which is like the therapist saying, this is like the major line for me. They're saying like, people get killed for this kind of shit. It's like really awful. Um, like back in my day, if you exhibited any signs of weakness, you would die. Um, and now if you exhibit any sign of weakness, you have a mental disorder. And I feel like there could be some middle ground between that. Oh, don't you make me waste my breath. Damn it. Um, and that's just them saying the same stuff. Like, you can't... Um, you can't pretend to have all this stuff because I could be helping people that seriously need help. Um, ain't your identity at stake? Does Aspen kill you with the pain? I guess identity is like a mocking word. Um, like something one of those conservatives would use to mock liberals. Does aspirin kill you with the pain? Aspirin's not a hard drug. It's not like fucking ketamine. And so it's like, if, if aspirin kills you, then just take fucking aspirin. Well, like, does, does aspirin kill your mental disorder with the pain? Um, just take fucking aspirin. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go to therapy and make it your whole personality. Um... You're not your thoughts, you're not the brain, you're just the character you've made. That's him being dramatic. Up in your head, down in your heart, what seem like separate body parts. Come together to believe they're you, and not just chemistry. Hmm, let's see. <laughs> um, I don't know if I agree with genius here. I think this is him just being pretty. He's so pretty. He's such a pretty man. It's not the way that you're raised or what the advertisements say and not what you pay for, what you pray for, what you want or what you say. There seems to be an argument being made here against the importance of both nature and nurture on the individual made by the same person. You're not your past or your superficial wants and desires, and you're not the individual organs which comp compri comprise you, comprise you. You're a culmination of the chemistry within your body and the character with which you present to the world and to yourself. It paints in a picture of involuntary biology, but also of a persona that is chosen rather than inherent. Okay. Um, I guess so he's just summing up the nature versus nurture argument and saying you're both, which doesn't really 
affect the story at all. Oh my gosh. My nose is running so much, Rachel. There's like no tissues in here. You just gotta deal with it. I blew my nose into a shirt the other day. That actually seemed to work. Um, I'm, I'm not sure why all this... It, it was like right after I did it. I felt so bad. Oh, oh, sorry. That was the trash bag. I thought, Jay, why did you do that? <laughs> that was so dumb. You're going to have to wear that shirt again. Um, but that's just, I just needed to do that so badly at the time. And when I washed it in the um, washer in the basement, everything worked out okay. I think, because at least I wore the shirt again and it wasn't weird. Unless there was like this big snot stain on the front of my shirt and everyone saw it and now everyone thinks I'm snot boy um so I hope that's not the case this is probably my my biggest take ever here so if you agree with anything I'm saying then that's like um just my my biggest craziest take in the world um and all the other ones are pretty normal. I mean normal to me. Um, this one I can see is like you disagreeing with and then us fighting and then um, me exploding and eating dirt. Um, anyway, um, we're almost at the end of the song and I still have eight minutes left. Um, so I guess I can just talk to you after that, because I like talking to you, and I miss doing that. I just like coming in here with ideas sometimes, like with the Lord of the Rings thing, which was like, damn, like a fucking week ago. I need to make two more of these, and I will do it. I can do it. I have a whole week. I think I'll do one on Sunday, and the other one probably on... <laughs> uh, my life's a mess. Uh, fuck. Probably Monday? I think Monday would be good. What do I have on Mondays? Sorry, I gotta check this. On Mondays, I have work from 7 to 10, and then 7.15 to 11.30. So that's totally possible. It's like... This isn't... My schedule's not that bad at all. It's just I have a hard Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't even have that heart of a Friday. I'm just being a baby. I need to get over myself. Um, cool, 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 cool. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm really cynical in the morning. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what this is all about. I want to watch a happy video. Hold on. We're going to watch a happy video together real quick. Okay. Here, I'm going to turn the volume up. And I'm going to search happy video on YouTube. The first thing that came up was Pharrell Williams is happy. And it has 18, oh, that's 1 billion views. Um, okay, well, we're not watching that because I hate that song with a burning passion. Hate's a strong word, but damn, <laughs> that song sucks. Uh, cute animals for when you are stressed. Oh, this is the... Um, 
Boom, boom, boom. Jack Strawberry song. You said you didn't know Jack Strawberry, but this that song was popular. Hold on, we'll play it again. Okay, so that was that one. That one was just a ferret dancing, and it was really great. I wish you could have seen it. This one is three black kitties in a box. And this one is one big kitty um, pawing at a camera inside of a tube. And it looks really cool. Because they, they like fit their whole head. <laughs> they fit their head in the tube. And it's like it squishes their face all together. But they just don't. Oh my gosh. It's making noises. That's funny. I don't know if you could hear that. Have you ever told Pippin your name? Okay. Sorry. Not what you pay for, what you pray for, what you want, or what you say. And that's the person trying to buy a mental disorder. Um, and I see your tendency to redefine disease by what you need, and I'm afraid I can't prescribe the diagnosis that you seek. And that's more of the same stuff, plus the psychiatrist being like, I really can't help you because that's like against my moral code. Giving you an actual diagnosis would be against everything um, I've had to go through and witness um, as someone who lived in a world where mental illness didn't matter at all. Um, I, I think a lot of the time you can get away with doing the exact opposite of things um, and having that thing be really famous. And I had an example last night, but I can't think of it right now. Um, anyway, in this album, a lot of the albums recently have been about being crazy, um, not you know, just like wild. And... Um, just really being out there. I know, like, Muse is talking about overthrowing the government, even though... I, I don't know if I've done this Muse room before. They're talking about, like, taking down the people in power and the wealthy and stuff. But they're, like, millionaires. Like, multi-multi-millionaires. So, I don't know what their deal is. Maybe they should talk about being more complicit and stuff. Anyway. <clears throat> and then Pink is talking about how she should party all the time and be cool and stuff like that. Um, and I guess that's what all the rappers do too. I don't listen to a lot of rap music. Um, but I'd really, I really like the lyrics of rap music. I think it's like poetry. It's so cool. Um, Your Man is an Open Book, and I've probably read it. That's from a Megan the Stallion song, and I thought that was a really cool lyric. Anyway, so all these albums are talking about how they should be different than everybody else. And then Will Woods is, like, saying the exact opposite. Um, that you need to be normal and comply, but in a way that sounds more like a plea than something that's sarcastic. Um, and I think that's why this album's so popular in the other album. Um, his newest one isn't, because everyone else is trying to be their authentic selves. 
now. Um, and so an album about that doesn't really, um, it's not really going to get a lot of publicity. Anyway, and something tells me that you need forgive me now if I misspeak. That's something therapists say a lot um, when they are about to say something completely accurate. But something tells me that you like, and something tells me you prefer to be sitting there flipping through those old issues of people. I'm going to stutter through that line when we sing it. You prefer to be sitting there flipping through those old issues of people. Uh, he does it so much faster. You prefer to be sitting there flip. Fuck. You prefer to be sitting there flipping through those old issues. Fuck. You prefer to be sitting there flipping through those old issues of people. Lots of time. See you next week. So, so the patient wasn't really even listening to the therapist psychiatrist, sorry, and they were just, like, there for a diagnosis and not there to tell them anything important, um, so that line kind of <clears throat> summarizes everything really well, um, so I hope the take I have on this isn't cancelable, um, but I think it's a really important song, no one else really talks about it. I think they're just afraid to in fear of it being a cancelable take. Um, this is my only cancelable take. I think if I posted my thoughts on this song on Twitter, no one would care, but also like, okay, what's Kennedy saying? I'm, I feel so bad for them. <laughs> And they, like, I don't know if I said this literally, like, 20 minutes ago, but they said something earlier on Zoom, and it sounded like cardboard against sandpaper. Like, it was just so bad. Oh, I'm past the 30-minute mark. Um, well, then, I love you so much, and I didn't say that enough this episode, so I guess this one is just going to have to run a little bit longer while I say all my love you stuff. Um, you make me feel so safe and secure, and it's like I'm coming home to someone instead of just to an empty room, and I really, really can't wait for that to be, um, what happens in person when I see you. In real life, in an apartment, um, recently you said you really wanted to move in with me next year. Um, and that, like, freaked me out. Um, but I really, really want to move in with you, too. <laughs> so bad. Um, I want to see you and hug you and kiss you every day. Um, because not doing it now is kind of hard. Um, sorry. <clears throat> allergies. It's just allergies. Um, Thank you for making my life so much better than it would be otherwise. Um, when I, I, I feel like I say stuff like that a lot. When I say stuff like that, it's not like I'm going to do anything really bad to myself if we're not dating anymore, so there's no pressure in that area. I mean, obviously, I'll be really, really sad if we break up, um, but I wouldn't, like, do anything really bad to myself, probably, um, 
uh, I feel like I should address that. I don't know if you know this, but my mental health isn't awesome all the time. And doing stuff like working um, nine hours, which is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to do a lab for um, two hours and then work for nine hours. So that's 11 hours of stuff. So I guess all 11 and a half because it's like nine and a half hours of work. Really. Sorry. Anyway, it's just a good distraction from myself. So that's going to be an issue down the line. Not right now, though, because I have that stuff to do. Anyway, I love you so much. I'm going to go study. Um, I really appreciate you and everything you are to me. Um, you really make me happier than I can express in words. And I could try. That could be the next podcast, but I'll never be able to do it um, well enough for my own standards. So I love you so much. I hoping, I'm hoping you have the best birthday in the world. Um, because that's what you deserve. Um, I love you so much. Um, bye.